You are now tuned in to the real Coach JB Slapdick Podcast. Last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, it's a last chance for you, last chance for me, will I make it, will I take it to the top, we gon' see. What up, what up, man, it's The Real Coach JB here, man, listen back to another Slapdick Podcast. It's going to be a good one, man, I got a lot to discuss, uh, the title of this show is called Privileged, man, um... And I'm going to get into why I'm calling it privileged many, many ways and reasons. So I'm going to get into it. Let me see. I'm trying to pull up some stuff. But uh, quote of the day, man, let me get to that. Um, When you're eating, everyone wants a bite. But when you're hungry, everyone's forks are empty. Remember that. That's my own quote, man. I'm just that's just real shit. And uh, you see it more and more every fucking day. And I'll repeat it again for those in the back row. When you're eating, everyone wants a bite. But when you're hungry, everyone's forks are fucking empty, man. Nobody remembered when uh, you gave them a bite. It's funny how that shit goes. But it is what it is, man. Um, lot to discuss, man. Lots to discuss. I got a uh, full show here. Um and uh title privilege man like i said i'm gonna get into paying the bills real quick all right this show the slapdick podcast brought to you by believe bet online uh, i'm sorry believe is our podcast host a bet online is our sponsor for the slapdick podcast so i want to make sure bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action go check them out betonline.ag nba is in full swing and college basketball march madness begins today My UCLA Bruins won last night in the play-in game against Michigan State and the great Tom Izzo, who had it out with some players, and I'm going to discuss all that, uh, as well as my Twitter Twitter rant uh, with a couple prominent figures. Um, The tournament is coming, and it is a $100,000 Bracket Madness contest at BetOnline is the spot to be for all your bracketology needs. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's your best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to, head to the website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Go check out BetOnline, man. Um, title of this show is Privilege, man. And like I said... There's so much shit going on right now in the world that uh, I had to discuss some of it. But, you know, a white dude walks in and kills eight Asian ladies or people. Um, Then he blames uh, that he had a bad day. He says he had a bad day. Like, I don't even know how to comment on this and talk about it. Because it's almost ignorant to talk about. Because people that fuel the fire on this discussion are just a bunch of ignorant fucks that if you go, if you get into it with them, you're as ignorant as they are almost because it's a re, there's a reason they're fueling the fire. It doesn't make any sense what the cop said. The cop in Georgia said he literally defended the dude by saying he had a bad day. A bad fucking day. So, fuck, I had a horrible day yesterday, and I'm having a horrible one today. 
Not one time did have I thought about going out and smoking eight motherfuckers outside my house. Not one time has it crossed my mind. I might want to slap a hoe, but I ain't going to go out there and smoke eight cats. So you're talking about privilege at an all-time high. People ask me all the time, has white privilege ever helped you? I've never ha- seen white privilege. I've never been a pr- I've never had the uh, luxury of witnessing white privilege on at the end of the day on my accord, not on my side. I've seen I've seen it and witnessed it, but I've never had it happen to me. I've never benefited from having white privilege. I'm just telling you, I never have. I do believe it exists. There's no doubt in my mind, unequivocally, that shit exists out there. But I haven't had it for me. So I think it's because I defend brothers and minorities and I've always uh, tried to help inner city folks. And, you know, being an inner city product myself is the reason I think, like I said, real recognizes real. And a lot of people are scared of real and they rather have you whisper sweet nothings to them and tell them lies as long as they can leave feeling like someone told them something good because the truth hurts everyone. Remember that shit. So it's just about how you accept the truth, right? You can fight it. You can accept it. You can fear it. You can take it. Um, everyone reacts differently, but the truth hurts everyone. So I'm just telling you now the cop defends this motherfucker. It blows my mind. I've seen motherfucking black dude shot and killed jogging down the street. And I have never seen them defended. I've seen them blamed for running down the street. But we got a motherfucker that goes in and kills eight people. And the cop has the audacity to say he had a bad day. So you're saying basically is he was on camera, got caught. Or there would be no case here. That's what the fuck he's saying. Because if that motherfucker would have walked, if nobody would have had that on film, just so we're clear, that motherfucker would have walked. So it's bigger than us, y'all. I'm just telling you guys. But he had a bad day. I got a bad day too, man. I might go out and fucking smoke eight people. That shit is unbelievable to me. I just, it really is hard to grasp the concept of a cop defending that. So, see, that's why that's why cops get a bad name right now. That's why this whole blue movement has a bad rap right now, because there's so many, you know, a lot of cops are great cops. I know a lot of good dudes, man, that are that are real good dudes, real people, people, real people, persons and good character dudes. But fuck, man, there's some bad apples out there. And sometimes it only takes one bad apple to ruin the whole batch. So that's why you motherfuckers getting a bad rap, man. That's just my opinion. But the title of this show is Privileged, and uh, not only am I talking about just white privilege, that's not even the concern here. I'm just talking about privilege, period, because there's a lot of privilege going on, and shit like saying it's a bad day. The, the NHFS cat come online from in Oklahoma who's doing a live stream, calls a bunch of female basketball players in a high school level the N-word, for taking a knee doesn't mute the mic so the undercover racism is just coming out everywhere so that shit happens and he blames diabetes and motherfuckers are really defending 
Oh, no, diabetes will do that. Diabetes really will make you spike up and it'll really have some shit happen. Like, motherfucker, a dude killed eight people and a motherfucker used the N-word like it was second nature. And you're saying that it was diabetes spike. So now all of a sudden, bad days and diabetes give us a fucking free pass to kill motherfuckers and use racial slurs. <laughs> God damn. We already use mental health as a big time excuse, dog. Come on, man. Jesus Christ. I got low blood sugar, dog. I shake like a motherfucker. I got to go eat a, a Reese's cup or a piece, a piece of gums, something, right? Orange juice. I need something. I got low blood sugar. Every so often, I'll have to take some candy or something. But not once did I want to say the N-word. <laughs> not one motherfucking time, dog, have I said, oh, you know what? Fuck it. This shit is crazy. Not once have I had a bad day where I went and just wanted to run down a motherfucker and gun him down and kill a bunch of motherfuckers. And then hopefully my white privilege said, hey, had a bad day. Can I go home now? <laughs> so, no, I'm not diabetic. Actually, I got good health, man, even though I drink and smoke cigars every day. You'd be surprised. My blood, my blood pressure, everything's fucking pretty legit. Um, so, you know. Pretty, pretty legit. I got a uh, lot to talk about, man. Lots to talk about. It's uh, it's crazy. The shit I'm going to talk about today because, man, you got to see some of these things um, that happened last night. Um, between me and a... Uh, and a prominent person, prominent figure, um, played 13 years in the NBA, uh, actually was a fan of him growing up, and uh, it's crazy. But I'm going to get into that later. But there's so much to talk about. The NCAA March Madness, you can't talk about privilege and not talk about the Title IX issue that the NCAA continues to hide behind and lie about. I know all about Title IX, number one. Number two, you can't claim Title IX and basically what Title IX really is. So everybody out there that you don't, I don't want to get into the whole, everyone thinks, oh, it's female and male equality. It is, but it isn't. All right. And I'm going to break it down real simple. All it is is a dollar match. Okay. Title IX is to match dollars. So what happens is if you bring, let's say, 100 football players onto your campus, you have to match that dollar amount with female participants, okay? So let's say you spent $100 million on football. You have to match that money on female sports. So what a lot of athletic departments are doing is they're cutting. You'll see sometimes they cut, let's say, women's soccer. They'll maybe cut men's badminton. They'll equal the game out so that the monies and the dollars equal out so that they can say we're equal on both sports, uh, female and male side of it, which it's all bullshit because at the end of the day, football, predominantly played by males, will never be beaten by any female sport or any other male sport when it comes to dollars and revenue. That's just what it is, right? 
the male sports bring in much more money and dollars than female sports. No offense. No, I'm not talking shit about females. Trust me. I'm, I'm, I posted a, the issue last night with the Oregon player when they showed the fucking slap in the face to every woman out there about how shitty the weight room was at the March Madness in Indianapolis. The weight room was shown on March Madness. The, we, the females showed the weight room, and the NCAA responded by saying there wasn't enough space. She literally panned and showed the video of how much space was available in there. There was literally another male weight room right there. Now, why they can't share the weight room to me is unbelievable because they're not playing on the same day. So I don't understand why they can't share that same weight room. But they showed her a female weight room basically had a stack of dumbbells. And that was it. So that's what they get to work out with when the male weight room had nothing but uh, the, the male weight room was full of fucking everything you have in your normal gym or at the, at the college campus. The female weight room was a joke and it should be there should be someone's head should be rolling um, when it comes to who answered that with saying there wasn't enough space. But again, the NCAA stands for Non-Caring Assholes of America, and they don't give a fuck. And now they want, they, want to, they want to fire motherfuckers over Title IX, but they won't give a female basketball, well, females, period, in March Madness, which is their most exciting and rewarding time for a female basketball player in their life. Is the March Madness and the March and the, and the and the NCAA tournament, and these motherfuckers won't allow them to have the same thing that the males are getting during a pandemic year too. Come on, man, this shit is unbelievable. It's a slap in the face. Now, listen, Shaq and Candace Parker had it out the other day on TNT broadcast. If you didn't see it, you should Google it, check it out. But Candace Parker and Shaq had it out, and I'm going to see if I can pull it up. And uh, Shaq was talking about dunking um, a basketball, and they should lower the rim, okay? And I'm going to see if I can pull it up. But but they were talking about um, – I'm going to see if I can pull up the deal. Here it goes. Ten years ago, the WNBA game was here. NBA game is here. Now it's here. I have a way to make it equal. Just listen to me now. You ready? All right. We've heard it. Yeah, we've... we've. So in beach volleyball, the women's net is maybe half an inch lower. You think if we just lower the rim so y'all could dunk like we dunk, that'll give y'all more oomph than you already have? No. I mean, because listen, y'all are doing the, the step back, the pull back. Y'all doing everything we're doing, but... I don't see a lot of people going up with two hands and, you know, back. Oh, it's on. coming. Opportunities are. So you don't think if we just drop it to nine, ten nah, and a half? Nah, I, I guarantee think, Layla, she's in the dance, but my next child will be drop step dunking. I promise. <laughs> I'm still thinking yeah. about that move Telling that Coop used and stationary in and I, out to the, I, to the pull up. Yeah. So dope. I don't know if you guys agree to that or not. All right. So. I don't know if you agreed with Shaq. I agree with Shaq because 
the end of the day, it would be more exciting to me. Now, I understand that Candace Parker, who's one of the greatest female basketball players ever to walk, and I grew up with one of the best ever, I think was the best ever in Lisa Leslie. Um, I would, I think ticket sales would skyrocket and more people, more men would watch female basketball if they did lower the rim. That's my personal opinion. I think Candace took it as a slight and as a sexist statement by Shaq, which is, I don't believe Shaq is. And I believe Shaq was being legitimately, because I think Shaq has a good heart and wants good for everyone, especially the females that are balling in the WNBA. Let's face it. They're not bringing in the same revenue. They're not bringing in the same crowds. And 90% of their crowds are friends and family. But we need to bring in more revenue to really blow the sport up to a bigger scale like Kobe was trying to do before he passed. And I think lowering the rim does help that. I don't believe it's a sexist statement. But a lot of people were mad and Candace Parker was mad and thinks it's a slap in the face. I I, I feel Candace Parker. I love her to death. I For her to say her daughter or whoever's going to come out the womb, drop-stepping, that's... I got to see it, man. I just got to see it because I haven't seen that yet. And that's very difficult for a female because there's a lot of males that can't dunk. So let's make sure, man, that we understand that it is very hard and difficult. And men don't want to go see females play basketball if there's not any excitement. Let's just be honest. It's, I don't want to sound sexist. I'm just being honest. I love watching, I, I watch the WNBA game just because I appreciate the art. But at the same time, plus I got a daughter and I wish she would have played sports growing up. Um, I wasn't around her enough, but I would love to see Candace Parker take a two hound bounce and dunk a motherfucker on somebody. Like seeing a female dunk on another female. That shit might be exciting and it might fill arenas. But it is what it is. Um, Again, this title this this show is titled Privileged and uh you know that's just what I believe. And I'm I'm reading all you guys on YouTube and now nah, I, I I get it. Um you know, it is what it is. Some people like it, some people don't. Um but we got March Madness. We got females getting <laughs> that are underprivileged obviously with no weight room. Um you got Shaq and Candace Parker going at it about Duncan and basketball and the WNBA. And you got motherfuckers that are just complete slapdicks nowadays, man, who are so quick to judge people that they've never met and start to say shit. And I'm going to get into it. But first, I'm going to get into this Deshaun Watson situation. All right. The show is titled Privilege because of one reason. You can have a cop in Georgia defend a motherfucker who killed eight people. All right. But you have a cat named Deshaun Watson who now believe nine females all of a sudden have come forward. And now they're starting to say there's text messages. Listen, we never know. We never fucking truly know somebody. So that's why I always tell people, hold judgment. Let the resume be built. Wait 
wait on fucking uh, the resume to complete itself. Wait on the final product. Quit judging motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? Um, Alex Sun said, bro, women aren't underprivileged. Stop being a soft-censored pussy, JB, and tell the real. Alex, shut the fuck up. What the fuck do you know about what I'm talking about? So let me do my lead in before you start talking. If you're going to bash females, go fucking bash females somewhere else, you fucking idiot. So I didn't say the WNBA was fucking exciting, did I, Slapdick? What I said was make the rim lower and, and let them dunk. But I'm saying it's not sexist. I don't believe it's a sexist statement that Shaq made. But a lot of people are saying it. Now, back to Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson has nine females that have come forward and have said that he has kind of... Um, Alex Sun, whoever that is, he's kind of a little cunt. So let me shut him off because he seems like a little bitch. I'm going to put you in timeout. So he, nine females, bro, three came out, two came out of nowhere. And then now all of a sudden everyone comes out. My point is quit judging so quickly. I posted a tweet today about Deshaun, Deshaun Watson in a jersey uh, and his head was R. Kelly. And I said, uh, please tell me it ain't so, um, <laughs> you know, my mind is telling me no. I just posted it on Twitter, right? Just fucking around. Because I'm just telling you, we don't know nothing. But the bottom line is, I know how it is to get judged fucking when you don't know if the fucking truth is really there or not. So, I don't know if Deshaun Watson did it. But if there's text messages and all this shit's coming forward, it's just ironic that nine females at one time have come forward. If it seems like a lot, so either they're out to get a money grab, right? And we know it happens because I've had players that I've seen it happen too. There's money grabs out there. But perception is reality. Like Xander says here on YouTube, perception is reality. And he's saying even if it's proved he didn't do it, his reputation is going to be tainted forever. And unfortunately, it is. But a white dude can go in and say the N-word at a high school basketball game and he can be vindicated over an apology and move on and through the sunset like nothing ever happened. That is the difference between privileged. A motherfucker saying that he, a, cop, a, dude, a cop saying a guy had a bad day for killing eight people is privileged. Putting Deshaun Watson in the fucking burying him in the jail before even any facts are coming out is privileged. He don't have it. He's already guilty before innocent. I have already been claimed guilty before innocent. I thought the law was you're innocent until proven guilty. That's not how it is going with people that are not privileged. That's just not how it is. But let's let it weigh out before we start judging. It's funny that Deshaun wanted to get out and he's got all these backers that are backing him. But then when this happens, nobody's come out, nobody's come out to support him. (laughs) 
all his backers, his coaches, his trainers, and all these motherfuckers that come out and talking all that shit that he deserves this money and he should he should demand a trade. But where are they now that he is in hot water and nine people have come forward saying that he's whipped out his dick during massage therapy? <laughs> come on. Where are those people? I told you. I told you guys, man. I told you that you guys have to understand that when my bad fellows, when, when we, you know, when we're, when we're up, everyone eats, everyone wants a bite, man. But when we're down, everyone's fork is fucking empty. That's the funny part about it. That's the cold part about it. And that's the part that really fucking blows my mind. Because that, you know, I don't get, I don't get the fact that, you know, you can, you can talk all this shit and you can do all these things, but at the end of the day, when we're eating, everyone wants a fucking bite. But when we're hungry, everyone's forks are empty. And nobody, nobody has come forward and protected or defended the motherfucker. Why is that? Like, why is that? So, I don't know. It is what it is. Because um, I told you, man, motherfuckers, they need $20. Here you go, dog. You're my boy. But when you need the $20 back, man, how? why is it that you can never get it back? And those are supposed to be your partners. Remember, like Tupac said one time, man. If a motherfucker turns on you, he was never truly with you or down for you or had your back. Just remember that. So, I don't know. That's just me. Um, but, you know, scared money don't make money. These motherfuckers are all talking shit. But listen, man, I got to get into this uh, this show and I'm going to talk about, I know Deshaun Watson's taking heat. I know how it is. I don't know. I've never done anything like that, so I don't know how that is. But I know how it is to be basically convicted before you're even proven guilty. And that's the part about being non-privileged in this life. But um, you know, that's just what it is. I, it's hard to grasp that, you know, you got all these fucking backers when you're winning, but you don't have nobody when you're losing. It's crazy. That's why I'm like, fuck everyone. That's why my circle is very small. Because there's two people in the world. I trust me and the other motherfucker ain't you. So remember that shit. But, and it is. It is what it is. Um, so I don't know if you guys know a guy by the name of Derek Martin. Derek Martin played at UCLA back in the 90s, early 90s. He... He uh, played at St. Anthony's High School, private high school in Long Beach, California. He's from Compton. Um, and, you know, I posted a tweet last night. Um, Pete, what up, man? I appreciate you. Um, you know, he, he posted a tweet Derek Martin did last night. And basically he said, watching young men play basketball now, 
I hope college coaches realize the days of completely yelling and putting your hands on players and saying it's love is gone. Okay? So I responded to Derek Martin by saying, no doubt, and it's sad how soft we have become. Izzo went off on a kid a few years ago, if you guys remember, and he got blasted in the media. So now he has to be extra cautious, but the kid can yell at him, and this world thinks it's perfectly fine. That's what I responded by saying. He said, It has been said that those who express themselves only through cuss words do that because they don't have the words to articulate themselves. I believe that is true with the excess yelling at players that coaches do. Get to know them so that you know how to coach them. I said, bruh, you can talk about me all you want. I understand. Only 0.1% of what was filmed on Netflix was shown. But Izzo is now too hard too? Come on, Herrick never yelled at y'all at UCLA? Cuss words on the field or on the court don't mean those same words are in one-on-one meetings where relationships are being built. That's what I responded to him with, okay? Then he came back and said, like, everyone has different approach, which is fine. My resume speaks for itself, and I know what winning is on different levels. My point is, listen, that's probably the private school coming out in him. You know, it's not Compton coming out in him. But not to say that you have to be a hard ass because you're from Compton. What I'm saying is... Some people are privileged a little more than others and come up a little different, okay? I didn't have the privilege of going to private school like Derek Martin did, but Derek Martin played at UCLA. I was a fan growing up because I played with Ed and Charles O'Bannon at, at, in high school. They went to UCLA right after Derek left UCLA and went to the NBA. Derek played for the Clippers, the Toronto Raptors. Derek Martin played in the NBA, I think, 10 or 13, 12 or 13 years, okay? So he's a very accomplished person in his profession, but I don't think he can sit here and tell everyone he's never been yelled at in a college or a professional basketball game. And what he said about relationships blows my mind because you cuss at them because a relationship has been built. You don't cuss at them because there's not one. <laughs> Motherfucker, you don't know me. So the number one thing is, first of all, have you seen a player bash me online or on social media? I haven't. And I have, ne- I have yet to see one bash Tom Izzo. So why is that? But people are so quick to say that Tom Izzo is an asshole because he's on the sideline yelling at his players. Give the man his own respect. Let's stop fucking empowering these disrespectful little fucks who, by the way, I didn't see Tom Izzo put his hands on nobody. I saw Tom Izzo grab a jersey when the kid was walking away like the little bitch he is. So Tom Izzo's grabbing his jersey like, come back and talk to me, son. I didn't see Tom Izzo grab a motherfucker by the throat, did you? See, motherfuckers want to throw extras on shit. When the truth of the matter is, the kid instigated it and incited it and started yelling at the grown man who's won national championships and has gotten more kids to the NBA than you can ever imagine, and you're telling him how to do his job. You're telling that man you're wrong. 
There is a problem in society and motherfuckers that condone it are part of the problem. These kids talk to grown folks and coaches, which they have chosen to go play for, like as if they have been paying mortgage payments and turning on your light bills their entire 18, 19, 20-year-old lives. Motherfucker, how about you pay some homage and shut the fuck up and listen to the grown-up that's been coaching longer than you have been alive and your mama's been alive, and maybe you'll be better in society for it. This ain't a fucking dick measuring contest like everyone wants to get online and talk about. Oh, this this day's over. This this a new era. So you're condoning disrespectful fucks. And it's okay. That's the era that you're condoning. This is the new era that you're thinking this is? Let's talk back to grown coaches and grown men. That's the era you're condoning. That's the era you're fucking blowing up and saying it's the good era this is the best era that's what you're saying (sighs) soft asses equal hard heads and that same soft ass that walked away from the coach after he started yelling at the coach and then the coach yelled at him and then the kid walks away and he grabs his jersey now tom izzo's the asshole and the kid is being praised in america right now Oh, that kid should never be touched like that. He should never be yelled at. He should never be yelled at. So we let's whisper sweet nothings to their to them and lie to them and make sure they get set up for failure when they hit the real world and a motherfucking CEO yells at him for being late and fires his ass. You've done a real good job raising that young man, huh? Haven't you? Come on, man. Let's face it. Coaches and parents are soft as ever and soft as baby shit. And they've enabled this shit and enabled these kids for long enough. Let's put a fucking end to it, man. Let's let's let let Tom Izzo earn or have the respect that he's earned. Okay, the motherfucker is a legend in his own right. He's done the thing the right way for a long time, and he's never been thrown or cussed at or 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 or. Or, or told that he's been grabbing kids and been fucking abusive. I've never seen Tom Izzo have any of that. But two years ago, he yells at a kid on the sideline, and he's the biggest asshole ever. So, Roy Keane, he said, I think, he said, I think I'm understood. Um, he said, I think you're misunderstood. Roy, break it down to me. Tell me why I'm misunderstood. He said, in the USA, they jump on anything to kill you in the media. Shout out to my UK friends, man. I appreciate you guys. Um, Marquette fired their coach, by the way. Um, So, I don't think I'm misunderstood. I think the people are soft now, and, uh, you know, people want to jump on Tom Izzo because he yells at his players. And then Derek Martin jumped on me for saying it. And, you know, he didn't have to say my name, but I knew what he was saying. He's saying that people that cuss don't have anything else articulate to say. Well, I can talk and got three degrees and I can talk to anyone and I can talk to PhDs if you want to talk. And it doesn't mean shit. Just because I cuss, that means I care. That's how I look at it. Shit. You want to whisper sweet nothings to motherfuckers in the hood and tell them lies and tell them that they're probably not going to work for a motherfucker with my skin tone and it's okay to be late and fucking uh, be disrespectful? Go ahead. Do each his own. Do your way. I'll do mine. 
But don't come out and say you know me, motherfucker. You motherfuckers don't know shit. You motherfuckers went to parochial schools. You were fucking bust in. Motherfucker, I walked through the hood to school. Shut the fuck up. But is what it is. Um, blows my mind, man. It really does. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We'll see what happens. Um, you know, yeah, they did do a study, man. They said people that cuss more are more intelligent. I'm a fucking genius, um, by the way. But I want to give you a brief moment to talk about the new sponsor, eBay. Uh, whether rare dead stock or latest release, find the exact shoe you're looking for. Um, as the original sneaker marketplace, eBay is the place to go and cop that pair you've been eyeing. With eBay's authenticity guarantee, your sneakers are meticulously inspected by independent professional authenticators. A team of experienced sneaker authenticators verify the box, logo, stitching, and dozens of other inspection points. Each sneaker also receives an authenticity guarantee tag that includes a digital stamp of authenticity. And it also protects sellers with a verified return process. And for the sneaker sellers out there, eBay has eliminated selling fees on sneakers $100 or more, making it free to sell or flip your collection. Go to ebay.com slash sneakers today. The world's best destination for recovering great value and unique selection. eBay. Check it out. Tell them the JB sent you and that you're all slap dicks. Um, yeah, it's ridiculous. It is. I don't know, man. I, I'm a Tom Izzo supporter. I, I, I really find it hard to believe that Derek Martin played at UCLA for Jim Herrig, who won a national championship never was yelled at like I find that hard to believe. And and for a guy that played in the NBA 13 years, I find it hard to believe that he wasn't yelled at, but is what it is. Um, Stogie's trying to fuck Callie again. I have no idea why I don't, I hope she's not in heat that fast. Um, I don't see how she can be. But it's crazy. Stogie's in heat or she's in heat. I don't know. But um, it's crazy. So anyway, hey, man, when you're eating, everyone wants a bite. But when you're hungry, everyone's forks are empty. Just remember that shit. That's the quote of the year. That's just true shit. I just thought about it driving yesterday. Like, that's fucking. I just had some issues happen. I'm like, that's true. It's true. Hopefully people will fucking take that and run with it. Um. But anyway, man, let Deshaun Watson air out. Let's see what happens. I don't know. Um, you know, let's not let's be more honest with our kids and tell kids that it's not right to talk back to motherfucking grown ups, especially fuckers that your coach that are your coach who you chose to go play for. Let's make sure we pay respect to those who deserve it and have earned it. Um, and like I said, man. NCAA, non-caring assholes of America, go fix your weight room problem with the females in Indianapolis and let them have the same experience that the men have and let them go lift and do some things. Like, holy fuck, man. It's got to be. This is 2021, and we're fucking treating women and fucking black people and Asians like it was 1900. Like, let's go. Get over this shit. God damn. This shit is unbelievable. <sighs> Let, take the E off of ego, man, and let's go. 
It's go time. Too many egos involved in all this shit. We're in a fucking pandemic still, believe it or not. Hey, man, listen. I appreciate you guys joining in on YouTube. Hit the like button, subscribe, become a member. Coaching 101 show will be back Sunday morning, 9 a.m. Pacific. Hopefully my shit didn't get hacked again. And uh, I'll be right here on YouTube live on the coaching show. And we'll discuss five-step pass game. So for you coaches out there, make sure you check us out. 9 a.m. Pacific, Sunday. And if you want a pit bull or bully, American bully, Stogie's first litter, check out slapdickbullies.com or follow me on IG slapdickbullies hey man I appreciate you guys and uh, Walter what up man appreciate you hey stay up man go 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 give somebody to give somebody something good today man and stop being soft slapdicks appreciate you peace hope this ain't my last chance, the last chance hey, man, give me another guy last chance for me will I make it will I take it to the top we gon' see it's the last chance for you Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, will I make it? Will I take it to the top? We gon' see, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me, it's the last chance for you. Last chance for me. Better find a guy, man. I'm just telling you. Coach, I don't wanna fucking hear your mouth. I'm tired of hearing guys talk back, man. Just say yes, sir. Coach, you fucking hired me. I don't know no better. It's the last chance for you. 